welcome to Enlightened, the enlightened journey of life. I am your host, Jen Hamilton, and it is an honor to have you here. I am a conscious life coach and women's empowerment mentor, and I activate a potent level of self and soul inquiry with my clients, which initiates deep and lasting transformation in all areas of their lives. I am here for the full human experience, authentically and audaciously sharing my magic with the world. On this podcast, we're all about mastering life on the way to enlightenment. And as we are here having a human experience, we might as well embrace it all. We play in the space of what is real and tangible, just as much as we play in the space of esoteric and metaphysical. You'll be ignited by deep conversation, whether through my own personal musings, interviews with incredible thought leaders around the world and everyday divine humans sharing their soulful stories. Thank you for being on this journey. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome back to another episode of the Enlightened Podcast. I am your host, Jen Hamilton. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to have a conscious Christmas. So if you're tuning into this and it's nowhere near Christmas, then pop some notes in the diary because you're going to need this for next year. So one of the things about having a conscious Christmas is remembering that consciousness is just all about awareness. And when we invite in awareness about something, ultimately what we're doing is we're just turning the spotlight on it. We're having a look at what it actually means to us. What does it mean to other people that we're around? And what does it mean for our planet as well? So we're going to touch on all of these things in this episode. And the first thing that I recommend is to be checking in with yourself often. So not only on Christmas Day and not only just on Christmas Eve, but in those days and those weeks leading up to Christmas, checking in with yourself and your nervous system about how you're feeling. Because after all, the body is the best way to understand and get a response about how you're actually feeling. So when you do check in with yourself and you notice that you're feeling a bit uncomfortable about having to go to the in-laws or going to a work Christmas party or your partner's work Christmas party, just noticing what it is that you do want to do and what it is that you don't want to do and asking yourself how you can create healthy boundaries to align with what it is that you do want. Now, healthy boundaries are so important and not only at Christmas time, but in life in general. The big thing about boundaries is though, is if you don't share what your boundaries are, then people can't respect them and honor them. So you can create the boundary, but if you don't tell anybody about it, then no one knows that that boundary actually exists. So I do really recommend get really, really comfortable with sharing what those boundaries are and remembering that if someone has a feeling because of it, or if someone has a bit of a pushback, or if someone is disappointed, that's all on them. You are responsible for how you feel. They are responsible for how they feel. And if they're having a feeling about it, about you having a boundary, well, that's on them to work through. 
the whole idea of having healthy boundaries is that you feel comfortable and confident enough to be able to push back and say no to the things that you don't want and say yes to the things that you do want. That also includes the places that you want to go, the people that you want to be around and saying yes to the things that light you up and the experiences that you want to have because you know that they're the things that you enjoy doing. One of the biggest things we look at around Christmas time is how much it is going to cost us. And you know, as we always say, spend within your means. Don't rack up credit just because of Christmas, all of these things. And it's so important because there's actually so many beautiful gifts out there that are available to us that you can be supporting small business, that you can be supporting the planet. And it's actually a gift that the receiver is going to enjoy. So just thinking about all of the usual crap as well that ends up on the dining table on Christmas Day, it's all like, oh yeah, that's nice, but it's not really thoughtful and doesn't really come with intention. So all the stuff on the Christmas table might be, you know, the bonbons with all the plasticky stuff and all the novelty stuff and all of the stuff that just ends up in the bin at the end of the day. So asking yourself, is it really worth just having out for a couple of hours or is there something you know from nature that you can bring inside can you bring in some greenery some leaves a branch or some flowers that would look really really beautiful on the table when it comes to gifts just noticing whether you are exchanging gifts purely just for the sake of it or is it because you genuinely want to give a gift with intention I like to think outside the box when it comes to gifts and especially this year that I've really started to cultivate what my version of a conscious Christmas is going to look like. So I've come up with a few ideas that are a little bit outside of the box as far as gifts this year. And things like um, experiences. So there was a um, a time where my brother and his wife gifted my mom and I a um, pottery class lesson. And unfortunately, when we were booked in to go, my mom actually had a, an accident and um, broke her wrist. So she wasn't able to come along. And my partner, Dave came with me. And honestly, we had the best time. It's actually, um, it's actually really, really hard to make a piece of pottery. I have a lot of respect for all of the the potters out there um, that spend their days creating these beautiful pieces. And I have a bit of obsession with pottery mugs. I love to have my ceremonial cacao in a pottery mug. And I really, really enjoyed doing the class. And so thinking about if there is, you know, a a gift that you can give to someone that includes an experience that's a little bit outside of the box that they might not have even thought about or would have, you know, purchased themselves, but you know that they're going to have some fun with it. I walked past a sign at Westfield the other day and it was to, um, it was a class to make a mosaic lamp. You know, those Turkish lamps, they are just so beautiful and full of color. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is such a great idea. Idea. I would never generally just go and do a class, you know, for the sake of it. But if it was, you know, given as a gift, then I would, I would probably jump all over. It's definitely not something, um, you know, that I would purchase for myself. But they had these gift vouchers there. I thought, my gosh, that's a great idea. 
also, and you know, um, not just because I'm a mum that I'm saying this, but if there is someone in your life that you know just needs a massage, get them the massage voucher, get them the day spa voucher. Just let them know that you appreciate them by shouting them to the most beautiful day that they can have where they just get to switch off and relax. Hint, hint to all the fellas out there. There's also those really cool classes that you can do, those paint and sip classes. So you go along and you have some snacks with your girlfriends or your mom or your sister-in-law and you have a few drinks and you learn how to paint something that an artist is um, showing you the technique on how to paint. I've done this a couple of times and it is so much fun. It is such a great gift idea to get, you know, maybe a few people in the family to go and experience together. And especially for those that just are so hard to buy for and experience I find is always the best way to go. As for the guys, it might end up being um, an experience like driving a V8 supercar or a rally car. Um, You know, those ones that you can go traveling around the hinterland in. Perhaps it's um, if you want to spend a bit more money, like a helicopter flight over the city. It could also be even a cooking class or a holiday voucher. One thing that I love, and if you haven't had updated family photos recently, then a photo experience with a photographer for the whole family is a really, really beautiful idea as well. So when you're giving gifts and you're getting ready to purchase the gift, think about the things that are nourishing, not only for the person that's going to be receiving it, but for the planet as well. So just keeping in mind what is going to end up in landfill, including the packaging of the stuff. And if you're like me and you've got kids and they've got their little wish list that they go through and on that wish list is just all the bits and pieces that they can't wait to tell Santa about, just keeping in mind of all the packaging that comes with the stuff and the things. And just noting as well, is it something that they put on their wish list just for the sake of it or because their friends have it? Is it something that they've seen on TV and thought, I really want to have that in this moment? Or is it something that is going to last them and is going to, you know, support their development or their education? Is it something that they can use often? Last year, Santa bought my kids new school bags, but they were really cool school bags. They had, I think one was Frozen and one was Batman and they were on um, like roller wheels. So they didn't have to carry their backpack. They could just roll it everywhere like a suitcase and it's lasted them all year. And it was such a great idea. Thank you, Santa, Um, because it's something that, you know, it just didn't, it wasn't wasted. It wasn't thrown out. And, you know, Santa is always very kind and brings them clothes and bits and pieces they can use in their house. Sometimes it's a new doona cover. Sometimes it's new pajamas. And, you know, my kids are eight and six, so they get very excited for really anything that's wrapped up. I could, I could probably wrap up a potato and they'd be excited to unwrap it. Um, so just remembering as well, if you're, you know, buying a gift for other family members, Asking yourself, is this coming from a place of love? Is this something that you're buying just for the sake of it? Or are you really putting intention into it? And sometimes, you know, like I said before, experiences are the best way to go. It could even be, you know, for a theme park or, you know, going to a theater performance that you know that they would enjoy. 
A big way that you can have a conscious Christmas this year is to support local and small business. So asking yourself when you're at the checkout, am I supporting a department store? And is it the difference between a CEO department just getting their annual bonus or getting the numbers on the board that they need to, or if you're supporting small business, it's generally the difference that you know a mum is able to pay for the school fees for the following year for uniforms, and perhaps it goes towards sports lessons, or the children have the opportunity to go away on holidays. So when you shop small and local, you're really creating a beautiful ripple effect that spreads even wider than spending at the big department stores or on an online retailer. Remember as well that if you are giving a gift from a small business like candles or soap or handmade jewelry, make sure you include the business card or even a post-it note with the website written down of where you got it so that person that you're giving the gift to can go back and shop with them again. And because the thing is, if they love the product that you get, they'll go back and you know possibly buy it for someone else at another time. Or if it was a candle or soap, they can purchase from them again and restock. And then you're continuing that cycle of supporting small and sustainable business. When it comes to gift wrapping, do you really have to use all that gift wrapping paper or can you use something like a scarf or a tea towel that can be used again in the future? Or if you're like me and you have a whole lot of gift bags in a cupboard that sit there all year from previous years that you can reuse. And I don't know about you, but when I was a lot younger, my parents used to save all of the wrapping and we're like, oh, mom, that's so weird. But I kind of get it now. And look, in saying that, my theory is, especially at Christmas time, is that, you know, the gift is there to be ripped right open. But if you're the type of person that saves gift wrap throughout the year, don't forget to reuse it again at Christmas time. Keeping in mind as well that um, even the sticky tape that you use is plastic and all of this stuff ends up in landfill. So if you can use some sort of material that can be reused, then maybe that's an option that you want to go with. So bringing that conscious awareness to what it is that we're purchasing and what it is that we're giving. When it comes to kids experiencing Christmas, perhaps it's all about just making something and kids love making stuff. I honestly, I absolutely adore the things that my kids hand make and they're constantly making me things and giving me gifts and it just feels so much more thoughtful than a bought gift. And it's so funny because every year I usually get my kids to do a little drawing or do something in their handwriting and I make gifts out of that. So one year I got my daughter to write out like to Nana and Granddad, we love you. And I scanned the text and I cut it out on vinyl. I've got a, um, a Cricut die cut machine and I put it on um, a vase. And so, you know, that's just a keepsake that their grandparents can have often. So every time they've got a bunch of flowers, they're reminded of the grandkids and their cute little writing with all the backwards letters. I just, I just love that stuff so much. It's absolutely priceless. And it's so funny because when I was growing up, my dad used to say to us, I don't care if you bang a nail into a piece of wood, it's still a gift from you. And it's something that you made for me. And my dad, he's so sweet, has kept so many of our little handmade gifts. 
So when it comes to having a conscious Christmas and food shopping, now this is a big one. We spend so much money on food leading up to Christmas. So asking yourself and bringing awareness when it's time to put things in the trolley, asking yourself if you know if this food is going to get eaten and enjoyed, or are you buying yourself something just for the sake of it? See if you can buy things are going that are going to last more than just those few days. If they can be frozen, if they're not eaten on the day, just making sure that if you're purchasing something from a packet in the fridge section or the frozen section, double check on the label that if it was previously frozen, generally it can't be frozen again. So just making sure that you're checking, you know, the boxes and bits and pieces just to make sure that you're preparing it in a way that is going to be healthy for you. Asking yourself whether you can support a local grocer or fruit and veggies instead of the big supermarkets. Because again, this has the ripple effect for small business owners as opposed to the big department stores. So my mum is Italian. And so growing up, we used to, every Christmas, we'd have a panettone and it's kind of like this weird sweet cake in a weird looking shape. And it's got like sultanas in it. And Gosh, I haven't had one in over a decade, so I can't even remember um, what's in it. I do remember the taste of them, funnily enough. I can recall the taste. And I remember that it was just like the done thing to have at least one panettone at Christmas. And if we were getting together with other family members that you just, you bring a panettone. And I remember looking in the pantry at my parents' place one time and I'm thinking to myself, why do we spend money on this crap that doesn't get eaten? Because if we don't open it on Christmas Day, it's like it's like a Christmas thing. And if it doesn't get eaten on Christmas day, it just goes into the back of the pantry. And it's like, why do we bother? Why do we want to feel good just because we bought the things that we thought that we'd eat on the day? And why is it that we always go for the sweet stuff at Christmas time? So it is really interesting when you start to bring in that conscious awareness about why we do certain things and we start to have a look at those belief systems and discover ultimately more about ourselves. So on the day for Christmas, whether you're celebrating Christmas on December 25th or whether you're getting together with family in the days prior or even after and you're getting prepared to set the table, asking yourself, do you need all of the crap, the bonbons, the plastic stuff, the napkins, the plastics, the cutlery, all of that stuff just gets chucked out. So just checking in whether you can actually just use reusable ones, pop them in the dishwasher once they're all done, because all of this stuff really just adds up and ends up in landfill. Like I said, even the sticky tape that you use, it's all just plastic crap. And so bringing in mindfulness about the planet this year, what is it that you can do to make a difference for this planet? And remembering as well on Christmas Day, look, things can get a little bit hectic. So don't forget to take time out for yourself for a breather. Overstimulation at Christmas is a real thing and it doesn't just affect babies and kids when you're dealing with a lot of people's energy. All of the sounds, the music, the expectations to be at the places and do the things with all of the people, it all adds up and it can really drain you. So making sure that you're taking some time out, even if it's for meditation or for a nap or just some downtime outside away from all of the, no the noise. 
I personally love a good Christmas afternoon nap. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I've made it in life when I know that I can nap on Christmas afternoon. And don't forget, if you are around people that you don't necessarily want to be around or that you feel obliged to be around, set those healthy boundaries. You can say, hey, look, I'm going to come over. I'll drop in for 20 minutes. I'm not going to be able to stay the whole afternoon or we're going to just pop in, say her quick hello, exchange gifts, and then we're going to head off this time. Just remembering that you are perfectly within your right to be able to say no. And just checking in again with your energy levels on the day, checking in with your nervous system and asking yourself, is being here in this particular place with these particular people, is it serving me and is it nourishing me? And if not, you get to make some decisions based on that choice that is coming up for you. Now, one of the things that we see at Christmas time is the idea that we have to be on the booze and drinking all of the time. And honestly, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. If you find that you just don't want to be hungover or you don't want to have that fogginess, if you don't want to have that sick or seedy feeling, you don't have to drink. Sometimes it's nice to just have a cheers of champagne with lunch and then switch to something else. I actually love drinking kombucha in a wine glass. I know that it sounds super wanky, but honestly, it feels really good because I like the shape of the wine glass. I like how it feels when I hold it. As you can probably tell, I'm very kinesthetic. And even though everyone else is drinking, I feel like I'm somewhat getting involved and I'm not going for the alcohol necessarily because I don't like the way it makes me feel. Being mindful as well of what you're putting into your body. And so if you are boozing, look, that's totally fine. Just don't forget the water as well, making sure that you're getting plenty of H2O to stay hydrated so that your your body can flush out all of the toxins. And just keeping in mind as well, there actually is on the shelves some really good non-alcoholic drinks available. So there's like red wine, white wine, and even different spirits that you can get in the like the main department stores or the main um, grocery stores. And even at bottle shops, there's now sections where they have zero percent alcohol so you can enjoy you know that that glass of Shiraz or Chardonnay and it doesn't necessarily have to be alcoholic there's some really good um, spirits as well non-alcoholic spirits so if you're the type of person that likes to have a cocktail then grab a bottle of that and you can still have your you know your Bloody Mary or your mojito or whatever floats your boat on Christmas day and you don't necessarily have to wake up with a sore head the next day Remembering as well, when it comes time to wind down into the end of the year, it's ultimately your choice to get caught in the vortex of Christmas and New Year and the end of the year. And there's a lot of people that say that it's just such a busy time at the end of the year and they're so exhausted and it's such an expensive time of the year. And yes, all of thing, these things can be very true for you, but it also doesn't have to be your reality as well. If you decide that you're not going to buy into the collective consciousness that it's busy, that there's always so much to do, that it's expensive, that you have to be at all of these places around the people that you don't want to be around, then it doesn't have to be your reality. 
It can be for everybody else. But when you have that awareness, that consciousness that you don't want to do what everyone else is doing, you get to change your way of being. So just being really mindful of the thought processes that you're having and that you're thinking and just noticing whether it's serving you and nourishing you or if it's putting you into a perpetual cycle of stress. And no doubt that when people start to wind down towards the end of the year, they also feel really burnt out. And this is generally because they haven't nourished themselves throughout the year. They haven't created downtimes or haven't taken a break and their body just goes in this state of like, oh, look at that holiday time. I'm just going to let everything bubble to the surface now. And generally that's when people start to feel unwell is when they, um, when they rest and they haven't rested for so long. So just checking in with yourself now and asking yourself the question, how can I have a more conscious Christmas? What would it look like if things were different from every other year? Can I spend less money and still have an incredible time? Can I eat less or drink less than I usually would at this time of the year? And can I nourish my body instead? Can I give gifts with intention instead of just for the sake of it? So don't get me wrong, I love Christmas and getting together with family, seeing the kids just light up and have a great time on the day. So I really don't want to be a total Grinch and say, don't do this, don't do that, you shouldn't have this, you shouldn't feel that, because that's not what this is all about. It's all about bringing awareness forward to do what is real for you and have the experiences that you want to experience, keeping in mind what is nourishing and serving for you, for others, and of course, our beautiful planet. Anyway, my loves, I'm so excited for the upcoming Christmas and spending time with my family and enjoying a little bit of downtime. And I hope you have a beautiful Christmas as well in whatever way you celebrate it. And I am sending extra love out to those who are feeling disconnected or disheartened around this time. Those going through grief, loss or hardship, my heart is with you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you love the Enlightened Podcast and the biggest compliment you can give me is subscribing to this podcast, sharing it and leaving a rating and review. Feel free to follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Jen Hamilton Official and the podcast handle is Enlightenment underscore podcast. You can also find the video version on YouTube on my channel. Just search Enlightenment and don't forget to hit subscribe. Have a beautiful day and enjoy living the enlightened journey of life.